Are you ready to go the distance? When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan! I know plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. This is Mark from Mark on Money, and today we are going to talk about what is the date of your retirement. If you are in your 50s or early 60s, it is fast approaching if you're not already there yet. We've added some to-do lists to help you prepare for your life called retirement. And now, live from the heart of Sioux City, Mark on Money, with your host, Mark Gills. The key is having a plan in place, knowing what you're going to do, a place where your retirement questions are answered. You could be putting tens of thousands in jeopardy. You'll get the latest news on 401ks and retirement planning. It can make a profound difference with what you can and can't afford in retirement. If you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome in to Mark on Money. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Mark on Money with Mark Geals. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mark is a certified financial planner. He is an independent fiduciary, helping folks for more than 30 years. Find him at EFS Wealth Management. The website is EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. And uh, Mark, how's things? A pretty busy summer? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, summer's going good. Yeah. You know, it goes fast. It always goes fast, yeah. Yeah. Try to chase summer, right? You that's got what it. they say. That's what we do. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. So to kind of preference, preference this, um, do you want to have more money, more time, or more fun? Hmm. I want to have more fun, Mark. Okay. I mean, bottom line. Uh, you know, I know I need money to have fun, which is my motivation to make the money. To well, save hopefully the money. you can have all three. Ooh, can and, I? You know, you can put that on your to-do list to have more fun. And we're going to talk about, you know, if you are in your 50s, approaching 60, or in your 60s, approaching your retirement date. Because uh, a lot of people, they retire in their early 60s, uh, late 50s, middle 60s, you know, somewhere in there, somewhere in that what I call the retirement red zone. Sure. Um, and that's appropriate right now since, you know, preseason football is kicking off. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we've got college game gate coming up. So, um, and I watched an interesting movie, uh, which reminded me of um, the retirement red zone and what you should be doing for retirement. And that movie was, don't, don't judge me, okay? Okay. Uh, it wasn't my idea to watch it. My wife wanted to watch it. It was 80 for Brady. Okay. 
Um, I don't know if you ever saw that. Movie I have not, or not seen the movie, but I've heard of um, it. Yes. Yeah. And so these four ladies, you know, they they go to the Super Bowl and they're crazy about Tom Brady and whatever else. Um, and I said at the beginning of the movie, um, he says, "Watch, it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons game against the Patriots." And uh, so sure enough, they're at the game and and. Um, you know, it was the Atlanta Falcons game, which was the Best greatest comeback. Yeah. yeah, the greatest comeback, you know, of all time. And, um, you know, if you remember the game, uh, you know, the Patriots, they were down. What were they down? Like, it was 27-3, I think, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, in the third quarter. And, you know, they had the statistics. Their likelihood of winning the game was point three percent so uh-huh. basically it was pretty much over and uh so these these four women um you know it's like oh we got to do something everybody else is like lamenting oh the game's over you know let's go get some more chips you know let's just turn off the tv you know other than got to watch the super bowl ads yet but the game's over right right 28 so, three that was what the uh that was what that was the score okay so anyway these these four women they break into the uh patriots um you know the the Patriots box where they're giving all the plays and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, so she takes over and starts talking to Tom. Is like, oh Tom, you know we gotta, you know blah blah blah, and you know gives him a bunch of advice. And of course, then they turn around and they win the game, and they you know it's all because of the advice that they gave to Tom Brady, right? <laughs> sure. But but you know I I've told this story before, and you know the Falcons, what what I think was the scoop which is kind of like what you're doing preparing for retirement is the Falcons did not change their game plan. They were so far ahead. They just didn't know what to do. So they just kept on doing the same thing. And then when the Patriots started coming back, they didn't change their game plan. They just continued to run the same plays and play the same game that they had played to get that far ahead. They didn't play defense. And I think it's the same thing. Um, when you approach and are in, you know, when you approach retirement and you are in that retirement red zone, you cannot use the same game plan that you had for the last 30, 40 years um, that you've had to build wealth. So you've got to change your game plan because the game of retirement is totally different once you're in it. Absolutely. And so I, I said we've got some to-do lists. Okay. Well, you know, so uh, retirement has a lot of to-do lists, right? Yes, always. <laughs> well, one of those, of course, is as you are approaching retirement, you know, take advantage of your catch-up contributions. So your your tax-advantaged retirement plans, such as your 401ks and IRAs, your Roths, uh, because once you reach age 50, you get to contribute more to these plans. So the 401k contribution limit now is 22,500 plus if you are 50 or older $7,500 in additional contribution. So you can contribute up to $30,000 into your 401k plan this year. That is a big chunk of change, Mark. Yep, and your IRAs, so if you're looking at contributing either to a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA, it's 6500 for your base contribution but again if you're 50 or older it's another 1000 so now you're looking at $7500 and you know if you have a spouse who is not working 
you know, they're eligible to contribute too, as long as one of the two of you has earned income. So just keep that in the back of your mind. The $64,000 question that I always get and still get is what's a better way to contribute? Is it better to contribute to the Roth or is it better to contribute to the pre-tax portion? And that goes for both the 401k and the IRA contribution. And that's a question that I cannot answer you without knowing more information about what do you have accumulated in pre-tax assets so far? What do you have in non-taxed assets? What's your tax bracket in now? What do you expect your tax bracket to be in in retirement? In other words, how much income are you going to need? What's your Social Security going to be? When are you going to claim it? Those are all things that you need to have the answer to before you can answer that question that I get asked a lot. Okay. Well, and again, I mean, the answer truly is, well, it depends because sometimes, I mean, again, there's different situations. Everybody's in them. And, and uh, you know, that's the beauty of working with a, an independent fiduciary advisor such as yourself. You you see things, you, you, look for, you look out for us, you offer us advice in our best interest. Right. And, and also, you know, we preach, you know, over and over to save, 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 save. But also you've got to do what you want to do, Steve, is you still have to have some fun even before you get to retirement. So you don't want to be the miser who just puts away every single penny, counts them all, and does not have any fun with their money because they're looking forward to the day that they're accumulating this this massive amount of money. Um, and so there's got to be a happy balance. You know, how much do you really need to accumulate in order to do what you want to do? Because you've got to live life today, too. That's an important thing as well. And that's a hard one, really, to try to balance that out. You know, how much can I spend now? How much do I have to save for the future? Uh, it's easier to spend now than it is to save for the future, though, right? Right. Um but speaking of saving for the future, our next check mark on the list is make sure you have the appropriate asset allocation. And so building wealth requires growth and, of course, money. But you don't want to have too much in the stock market when you're getting close to retirement. So remember that retirement red zone area. Um, you want to change your game plan of accumulation and investing in equities. And, you know, bad things can happen in the market. You know, you look at 2000, 2001, 2002, the S&P 500 lost money three years in a row and a total, you know, decline of over 50%. And then again in 2007 and 2008, 2015 wasn't a great year. We had the flash crash somewhere in uh, that interim. And then we had, of course, the pandemic crash. And, of course, last year we had another bear market, you know, and the threat of, you know, global annihilation in World War III mm -hmm. uh, still is looming over us as we speak. So you've got to have that that a, a mix of assets. You know, if you look at the the experts and you want to use a general rule of thumb, which I hate general rules of thumb, by the way, because they uh, don't apply to everybody. But experts advise taking your age and subtracting it from, say, 110 or 100 to determine what the right percentage of money to have in the market is. So if you're 60 
and you subtract 60 from 110, you get 50%. So that's about 50% in equities, 50% in other investments. Mm -hmm. um, but it also applies the other way. If you're underinvested, you should have probably 50% of your money in equities. I think that that you know we have a better mousetrap than a general rule of thumb because we determine you know if you visit with us um, and you can go to our website and you can see this at efs the number four the letter u dot com or if you want to Google this term um, you can Google time segmented distribution there it is time segmented distribution uh, we call it the income for life strategy. Um, but, yeah, it's time-segmented distribution where you're taking your money and you're dividing it up into buckets of money according to when you need those assets. So, for instance, if you're going to retire in two years, you want to have enough money set aside that is guaranteed in U.S. Treasury, CDs, an annuity, something that is fixed uh, that cannot lose money for the first few years of your retirement. We usually set it up so that that first bucket of money is five years. And you should be planning out about 10 years ahead of time. You know, somewhere in that seven to 10 year window is when you are really looking at setting aside that first bucket of money. So that's your retirement red zone. 10 years before your retirement date is when you want to start thinking about putting that first bucket of money in place that guaranteed bucket of money yeah and you can do all the other segments too you can do all the other buckets of money you know so you're looking at well how much am I gonna need the first five years of retirement when am I gonna draw Social Security which kinda coincides with when you're going to um, you know what monies you put aside at the beginning for, for the first five years maybe maybe you retire at 65 delay retirement to age 70 so you need quite a bit of money from 65 to 70 because you're not claiming Social Security for those first five years. You're waiting until age 70 to maximize your benefit. So that first bucket's a lot of money in it. The second bucket is at age 70, which doesn't have quite as much because now you're getting Social Security, which is a good sum of income that you know is going to supplement your withdrawal from your investments and so forth. And then 75, 80. And here's the, here's the neat thing about it is I share with people is it helps you avoid really emotional decisions because you are identifying where your money is in that withdrawal segment and you're investing it according to the time frame that it needs to be invested for. So for instance, if you don't need the money for 20 years, you're retiring at 60 and you don't need it to 80, what's a 20-year investment time horizon? And the interesting thing about it is <clears throat> if you compare it to this general rule of thumb, you know, this subtract your age from 110. Sure. And you're using the time segmented distribution, you almost match that same rule of thumb, except it's a little bit more defined. So it is pretty interesting because you really are putting about, you know, depending on upon the individual, 40 to 50% of that money comes into those first two segments a lot of times in that income for life strategy, time segmented distribution. 
All right. Well, I mean, again, that makes sense. Folks, don't forget to reach out to Mark at 712-224-4651 or just visit the website, EFS, the number for the letter U.com. You can connect to Mark right there with the email. Send him a question, and I'm sure that he will be on top of it getting back to you. Right. And, and remember, you know, that, you know, things always stay the same, but things always change. Right. right? Yeah. And so... You know, what do they say? The market may look different, but it always rhymes with the past. Right. Right. Um, and I cannot predict the market. I don't know. Um, I mean, we're, what, 5% from, you know, a new all-time high. But don't let emotions determine um, when to take some risk off the table. Here's here's a mistake that I see people make all the time, and I've seen it made over my entire career, um, and it's a mistake a lot of times that has cost people money. And that mistake is, well, Mark, you know, you know, yeah, I was overly aggressive. You know, my money, you know, went down a lot last year, but now it's almost back to where it was before. You know, before, you know, I take some money and put it into treasuries for that first bucket of money. I want to wait till my money gets back to where it was. Sure. That's a mistake because it might not ever happen. We might not see a new market high for 10 years or more. And so the determining factor of when to de-risk money is do I have enough? You know, don't, you know, don't um, fall into the trap of, hey, I want to get back to where I was. You know, that's called in this in stocks, that's called bag holders. You know, they bought a stock, it's down 20%, they're still holding the stock and they just continue to hold it because they want to get back to even and it never happens and the company goes to zero. Um, that happens all the time because you still want to limit losses and especially if you don't have those first two time segments is set aside, you want to take a look at do I have enough money? Because that's the determining factor, not what did I have a year ago or two years ago, it's what do I have now? Do I have enough money to retire? And when is that retirement date going to happen? So don't make that mistake in this market of waiting for the market to come back and reach a new high or your portfolio to get to where it was before because it might not ever happen. How do you know when to move then? Well, you, again, <laughs> call me. Okay, that's and, right. Uh, that's where I was headed. <laughs> yeah, and we can, you know, or work with, you know, work with a fiduciary advisor. Find an advisor that specializes in retirement income and preferentially find somebody that understands time-segmented distribution or something similar to it where you're determining what do I want to spend and when do I want to spend it and once you have that plan in place, so once once we have that plan in place, we segment out all the different buckets. So, you know, you have money to spend in your go-go years. You have money to spend in your slow-go years. And 25 years down the road, you put money into that fifth bucket, and you don't touch it. Is that money still going to be there? Well, it should, unless you put it into one stock and the stock goes to zero. Um, but that fifth bucket will still have money in it. And, you know, so by doing your time segmented distribution, you can spend the buckets in totality at the beginning of retirement while leaving the later buckets there and still having your goals met according to how much money you've put into those later 
segments and what their returns are. You know, you got 25 years to track returns and make slight adjustments. But again, it is a plan that once it's in place, it's just simply monitoring the plan. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, you know, I've had have those plans put together and say, you know what, we'll see you in five years when your first bucket's gone. You know, and then we'll make an adjustment on our second bucket of money when you have to move into that and start spending it. That's basically what it is once it's set up. Now, we don't do that, obviously. We don't say to our client, well, hey, you know what? We've got everything in place. You've got your income set up. You know, just go ahead and live life, and we'll see you five years from now. No, we don't do that because there's always things that come up. There's always things that have to, you know, be be changed or tweaked, I would say. But for the most part, you've got your game plan all mapped out. Right. And, uh, I mean, again, that's what we're talking about here is, is uh, you know, I mean, we've covered a lot of ground already. I mean, from the catch-up contributions, asset allocation, uh, money outside the market, that's a, that's a good one as well. Are we, did, we, did we go down the annuity path there? I mean, is that, is that one way that you could do it as well as far as money outside the market? Yeah, I mean, fixed annuities, you know, are, are you know, investments that, you know, are issued by the insurance industry, but they offer guarantees, you know, that, you know, you can invest your money into a two-year fixed annuity, a three-year fixed annuity, a five-year fixed annuity to help kind of with that time segmentation. And, you know, you lock in a fixed rate of return and a multi-year guarantee that's similar to bond returns, um, but without the interest rate fluctuation or the risk of interest rates fluctuating in those bonds if you were looking at the alternative of, you know, fluctuating in value or default risk. So, I mean, yeah, annuities are a option to use in those different buckets. Um, you've got to understand how they work and you've got to work, in my opinion, you have to work with someone who is a independent advisor, who, who is a fiduciary, not just somebody who's selling a product because they are financial products, they usually pay a commission to the person who's selling them. And so there are biases that are coming into play in this arena. So, you know, there's things that you want to be aware of, things you want to look at. But yeah, there, there op there's options there in those first couple buckets. Um, yeah, we could spend the whole show just talking about sure. all the different, you know, types of annuities out there that may be appropriate to match with uh, helping with some of those those time segments that you're looking for. The last thing I want to talk about is, you know, what do you do to cover health care costs? Um, because this is one thing um, that is expensive, and a lot of people that were surveyed get it wrong. They really don't really understand how much it's going to cost in retirement to cover health expenses. The uh, average individual um, is going to spend approximately $325,000 to cover health care costs in retirement. And that's an individual. So that's not a couple, that's one person. Wow. Um, and, you know, this was, a, this was, you know, because of inflation, I think last year it was, was, 300 now it's you know 325 but that's to cover medicare premiums your supplemental costs prescription drugs 
and other out-of-pocket costs through retirement. You know, you've got dental expenses, hearing aids, you know, um, just, you know, all those other costs. And a lot of people don't realize what the expense is for those out-of-pocket medical costs. Um, and it's not like, you know, it's all going to be, you know, one year because Medicare, let's just look at Medicare premiums. So Medicare is about $170 a month per yep. person, right? And mm -hmm. then so you've got a Medicare supplement, let's say, is maybe another, you know, couple hundred bucks uh, out of pocket. So let's let's just round up and say it's $400 a month. Um, well, that's just for your insurance costs. And then you've got your, you know, out-of-pocket costs that aren't covered by Medicare um, you have dental costs, which can add up to thousands of dollars through retirement. Um, you've got, you know, other health things that can come up, you know, prescription drugs, you know, can be, you know, $100 a month that are not covered by Medicare Part D. Um, and so you, you add those things up and now you're looking at $1,000 a month, Yeah. Um, you know, that a person is, is spending. You know, in an average retirement last 25 years, well, you know, with inflation factored into that figure, you can see where, you know, $1,000 a month for 25 years with some inflation comes out to be $325,000. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 you know, a lot of money. A lot of money, of course. So, well, and again, but healthcare, that's one of the things that you talk about as well as you put that plan together. Right. And, and you have to budget it. So you look at that. And I think that's one area, you know, and that's on your checklist. And that's the reason why I bring it up. You've, you've got to look at what are your expenses going to be in retirement and not underestimate what it's going to cost you um, for, you know, paying for these different kinds types of things. So that's the last check mark on the list is to, to come up with a retirement cost analysis. Hey, what's it going to cost me? And then you can put together, well, how much do I need to retire? How much do I need to do all these other things? And so once that's all done and implemented and finished, there's your answer, Steve. You, what did we talk about at the beginning? What did I ask you? Do you want to have more time, more fun, or more money? And he says, well, I want to have more fun. Yes. Well, my... my um, thought is if you have all of your I's dotted and your T's planted and you have your game plan in place, you should be able to have more time, more fun, and more money because now you've got it all laid out and mapped out. So now it's it's all right there. Wow. Once it's done, it's done. Folks, I mean, again, this is an opportunity for you to really have this done for you. That's what Mark does, Mark and your team. And, and you've got a great team that you've put together there that, uh, you know, you, you know, it's kind of envious, Mark, because you get to retire pretty much every day, which is kind of a good feeling. Right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and, uh, I mean that's very exciting for folks, I think, because, I mean, we only get to do it once. You, you know, you get to see the joy in people's faces. Yeah, we have. We just I have a retirement party um, this week, Friday. Oh, do you to really? go to. Yep, absolutely. Um, he's turning 60 and he is retiring. His wife is already retired. She's been retired for a few years. And we see that happen quite a bit too, where, you know, if one spouse retires earlier than the other one, um, the other one usually is, you know, two or three years uh, behind him. 
um, because they want to be together and want to go enjoy retirement together. And, you know, one sitting at home saying, I'm having all this fun. And where are <laughs> yeah. you? Working. Yeah. But work can be fun, too. And so, yeah, I mean, he loved his job. Um, and uh, so it was a tough decision for him to retire. But anyway. But that's what happens. That's all that's I've what, got for all today. All right, Mark. So well, it's always good. It's good info. Absolutely, it is, and uh, we will look forward to chatting with you again next week. All right, sounds good. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. EFS Group and the Securities America companies are unaffiliated. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. If you remember these TV shows, you're getting ready to retire. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. You got spunk. I hate spunk. I'm one guy who ain't prejudiced against anybody who uh, may be less superior than me. It kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Oh, gee. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. A retirement that is prepared to handle pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to protect it and grow it. Retirement planning doesn't have to be difficult. Get the facts-based approach that you deserve, all at no cost, with no obligation. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651. 712-224-4651. Or log on to EFS4U.com. EFS, the number 4U.com.